The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of crimson. We're going to be talking about a mobile suit and its variants from the Gundam Seed spinoff Seed Astray. Um, at first, we're purely talking about a mechanical perspective and its various forms, but then there is a point where we have to bring up a story spoiler for the sake of the conversation. At that point, there is a secondary alarm to let you know that we're about to get into story spoilers for Seed Astray, not just mechanical ones. Uh, and if you're cool with that, please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanist NG. It's spoiler time with the Robots of Gundam. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. Dylan, let's let's roll some dice. Yeah, let's do it's it. It's my favorite thing to do. I enjoy it. It's not true. I, I, I mean, it's good, but like, listen, I don't have a gambling problem or anything. I actually hate gambling. Uh, I mean, I'm from Vegas, so I do too. <laughs> there you don't go. do it. Don't do I have it. I grandma who lived in Vegas. It's not great. Um, I there there are things I miss about Vegas. Not that I live you know, across the country, but. <laughs> But I never. The, the thing is, all the things that people go to Vegas to do are not what I miss. Is the thing. Mm. Well, you'll never guess what one. Uh, what one? Cosmic Era. Okay, that's fine. Uh, anything's um, better to talk about than the Shrike. Well, don't don't <laughs> jinx us. Don't jinx us, please. All right. All right. Uh, okay, let me roll a die here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. What did we get? What did we get? Oh no, I don't know if that's a good or a bad. Cool. It's just going to be a lot. Uh, we are talking about the MVF P01 Gundam Astray Gold Frame. Oh, okay, okay. It's just going to um, be a lot. <laughs> now, how do we want to handle the Astrays? If the Gold Frame had its own entry, we're just sticking to Gold Frames then, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, Red Frame and Blue Frame have their own. Okay. We will not I, I think, talk I about those Green other Frames ones. on here, but yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Maybe it will be. So we're not going to be talking to those other ones. We're just talking. Yeah, this is this is not just the Astray episode because God, that if it was the Astray episode, it would go on for far too long. Um, but yeah. All right. So if we're talking about all right, base Astray Gold Frame MBF P01 Gundam Astray Gold Frame. Oh, I will also note just the base M1 Astray also has its own entry. Uh oh yeah, that makes sense. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Basically, the Astray is, um, Orb made some mobile suits using some stolen data from, uh, the, uh, Gundam Project. Basically making their own, uh, at least, is the G Project, that's Gundam Project, right? Because the G Project yeah. was, yeah, that was, like, when mm -hmm. they designed the GAT suits and all that. Um, mm -hmm. it, so, the gold frame is special in that, so, within Gundam Seed, there is a fun little background fact, which is, the hand plug determines what kind of weapons you can use because they basically each nation has its own proprietary hand plug. So the idea is they couldn't steal weapons from each other, right? If one of them developed beam weapons first, for instance, you couldn't just steal the beam weapon and have their mobile suits use it. You'd have to find out how to reverse engineer it and change the power system, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool, actually. I think that kind of makes sense if you're, you know, because most giant robots, you're not actually 
probably pulling the trigger. There's a lot of beam rifles and stuff that don't actually have triggers. The idea is you're sending right. like a signal or something through the hand. So I, I, I think this is a cool thing. Um, so this is the special one. The gold frame is special in that it can use all the weapons. Um, so yeah, there are a whole bunch of... It has both uh, both a, both an American and a European style power socket in there. <laughs> God, um, European one's a lot safer to use. Um, but um, sorry, opinions opinions on power outlets on this channel <laughs> is what you're getting. Look, I've seen them. They're they're designed not to shock you. You could accidentally stick a fork in one and not get shocked. Meanwhile, what? in the U.S., yeah. Oh, okay. There's the, what's the point? We'll talk there? after this. We'll talk. Oh God. We'll talk after the show about this. Anyway. So, the gold frame, though, that's what its special thing is. Other than that, the other thing is its frame is gold, which you have guessed by the name. Um, so, to go through what the estrays look like, they look cool. I like these a lot. Uh, so, we start with the head. Um, a very futuristic-looking Gundam head. Now, we talked about how, like, the strike was, like, a difference in the design paradigm going on. Uh, mm -hmm. The gold frame, even more so. Um, the gold frames, as with most of the estrays, are all... They're... Uh, by Beecraft, uh, Jinichi Akutsu, um, who did, he, he actually mostly works on, like, a lot of the model kits, um, a lot of the seed redesigns that have happened in the MG line, like, where they're really greedly, are by him, mm -hmm. those are using his style, uh, other things would be, like, uh, he's actually worked on a couple of UC things, things like the Hyakushiki 2.0 Master Grade is actually him, um, the Re 100 line, you know how they have like really nice outer detail? Mm -hmm. That's him as well. Uh, he worked on a lot of those. Um, and then the like FW Converge toys, like the little SDs with all the greebly details, those are also him. Um, he, he's a pretty good artist, I would say. Um, he's made me appreciate a lot of CE designs that maybe, you know, in original art I didn't really like as much. Um, but the Astray is really cool. The head. Like I said, it's very futuristic feeling compared to, like, even the strike and stuff. You've got a lot of the cool rounded shapes. You've got a lot of points. Um, the head ends in a V-fin, a very pointy V-fin. Very, very vertical, too, actually, like, making a full-on yeah. V. Um, it's sort of extended outwards in a way that's that's interesting. Mm -hmm. you got a lot of these really cool, like, lines and details going through. I love the rounded, like, cheeks where the vents are um, and how they, like, yeah. go to the back like that. So... I, that's, I had a question about that. I don't know uh -huh. if you'll know the answer because I don't know if this just if this is ever explained. But if you look at that and then look at the back, it's like those turn into like little verniers or heat vents. Uh, they're probably just yeah, probably just heat vents. It might just be a two way heat vent. Mm. Um, it's 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 a much more like as you say, it feels like they're doing a really good job of invoking the aesthetics of Gundam, but it feels a lot more. I don't. A lot of time, Gundam heads just feel like okay. This is what a Gundam head looks like, and just do it right. Yeah. But this feels like they're they are questioning some elements of the design in order to make it more efficient. <laughs> see see our complaints it. on the Maxter episode. You know, this yeah. is very different. Um, you know, like the face and the eye are the same, but everything about the head shape is where it's different. And even like you know, you get a much pointier chin happening. Um, and like, it's just really cool. I love I love the straight head design. The mohawk camera being, like, more inlaid into the head, so being, like, less of a prominent mo mohawk and more, like, you have, like, a, di like a dip in the head where you have the cameras. I think mm -hmm. it's so cool. It's a really cool design. Um, as we move to the torso, um, again, just really cool design. Uh, you have a lot of exposed frame. I mean, that's why these are called, like, you know, the Astray X frames. You have different ones. 
the gold frames is obviously supposed to be gold. Um, probably doesn't come through in art. Really hard to make gold come through in art, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's supposed to be shiny gold. Um, you know, you've got the visible frame on the torso, like in the collar area and such. You can see, like, through the armor, uh, like where the chest vents are and stuff, that that's all, you know, frame. Uh, I do like the color blocking where it has this one has the black chest. Um, mm-hmm. You would think it would just be white because all the armor on it is, but I think the black and gold looks really good there. Got these cool, cool little red ticks there. Um, as you go down, you've got some gray for the um, like the sort of waist area of the tor- torso, um, or where it connects to the waist, which is you know just good, just good detail all around on it though. Um, mm-hmm. You get to the arms, uh, you got some very simple shoulder armor. Uh, again, lots of visible frame happening. The thing is, uh, for some shows, you know, an inner frame would be just really big on the inside. The astray frames are not just, like, inner parts, right? Like, this is actually meant to be external. Um, mm-hmm. Is That's why not everything is as armored. It's not like the frame is weak. It's just well, that's, that's just how it's that's... designed. Part of part of like this is um, as you mentioned, this is developed by a stolen data from the G project. But one piece of data they weren't able to steal was phase shift armor. This is yep. true color. This is just how this thing looks. And so they had to like do a combination of like uh, like tougher armor, but also like knowing when to not put armor on to make it faster because it's not mm-hmm. going to just resist. Yeah, like, it can't just the t- same it, way. It, they can't face tank everything right, like how the Gundams can. Um, mm-hmm. And because of that, yes, they, these are designed to be more mobile in general. Like, the the, the, the Estrays all have really good performance because of this. Um, because, again, don't have to worry about beam rifles or solid shell ammunition if you're fast enough to dodge it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, you have a lot of exposed frame, but that doesn't actually mean that this is necessarily weaker by any means. It's actually still pretty hefty. Um, and... Uh, as you go down the arms, again, just cool shapes used throughout, lots of neat detail throughout. Uh, uh, nailing really feeling like a, a, a like a different generation of Gundam in a different show, in a way that I really like, that I think is almost necessary. It's why I like, as much as I do enjoy Okawara's art, I might, you know, complain about, like, typical Okawara for, like, you know, G Gundam episodes. I'm not saying is bad. I'm saying maybe if you're making an AU... Get someone new to do the designs, right? Because if you're doing yeah. if you're doing a new story and all that, sometimes calling back to the old designs is fine. But you know, Okawara was pulling a lot of shifts in the '90s with all yeah. the AUs. Um, it, it's having someone with a like you know someone fresh come in and do designs like this is really neat, and that's how I feel about this Astray as a Gundam. Is mm-hmm. you know as much as I do think that um, Okuara did do something a bit different with the strikes and the other Gundams he did, um, this though feels so much different. This is just on a different level of different, <laughs> um, and I love it for that. Um, but yeah, you go down to the hand. Uh, I like the way they do the hands, where like the hand actually has armor on it, so it almost looks like almost you could. It's almost like a glove, how it's wearing it, you know? But you've got all these, like, armored sections on the fingers and the back of the hand, but, like, you have the gold shining through. I just think it's cool looking. Yeah, it looks really neat. Um, pretty, very, very simple waist, actually. No no skirt armor, uh, like, front skirt armor in your normal way. Like, it's technically there, but, like, it's almost just, like, you know, 
minor protective. Um, just not like a big moving skirt or anything like that. Um, same Don't with like, get the hit. side skirts. Uh, very simple design going on with that. Um, the legs are great. Uh, I love these legs. Uh, chunky. They're they're pretty thick. Uh, they do have armor going up the leg, which makes sense actually, because the where the armor is on the leg there, that's probably where you don't want to get shot. <laughs> because you know, especially if you're under Earth's gravity, that's probably not a good part to lose. So I like how like it's got like the flat armor going up the front of the leg like that. Um. Again, solid knee design. Uh, more more like I talk about with um, Ishigaki episodes, really flush detailing. Like, the way the knees uh, meet, like, the thigh armor, it looks almost just, you know, it all fits together. So even though it bends and it, you know, separates, when it's at rest, it looks almost solid. And it, it's, it's, good. it's just a good look. It's just aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. Um, you move down, you got some knee vents, which are pretty nice. More, you know, more armor throughout, like, lots of little white spots. Um, very simple armor, though, too. You hit, like, the ankle there. Very, you know, small ankle armor. Very flat-footed, these are, also. The histories yeah, have very flat feet. <laughs> it's really interesting to see, like, again, hearkening to that, that idea that they were trying to make it lighter in order to make it you know, faster because they didn't have phase shift. You can see the areas, like we mentioned, you know, it doesn't have, like, proper skirt armor. It only has the most essential. Um, it doesn't have, like, the, like, sort of top-of-foot armor that a lot of a lot of uh, mobile suits have. Just, like, every, t every moment they're like, do we really need this or could we make it faster? Yep, exactly. They took that choice. Yeah, like, the, the armor placement feels, for the most part, thought out on this um, throughout. Mm -hmm. Um, and also, again, stylish is the other thing, because it allows, like, for a contrasting color against the, uh, frame, which, you know, just looks nice. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and looking at, like, the back of it, too, um, you get even more of a skeletal view on the back of it, because if you look at the back of the thighs, you've got, like, you know, exposed, you know, almost piston-like areas. Um, if you look at the back of the torso, you have definite exposed pistons down the middle of the back there, like, almost yeah, looking like a spine. The shoulders on front totally have, like, normal-looking armor, but from the back they have nothing. Absolutely nothing. Just, yeah, they, they have some vents built into the frame, and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you've got a pretty uh, pretty cool backpack. Um, it's got two beam sabers coming out the top of it. Um, I, I do like the design of the stray backpack as well. Also, I like these flat sabers. I really like, like, these weird mm. flat sabers. They just look neat. Um... I wonder if that's also a plan thing, you know, making it so there's less air resistance when moving forward, uh, having them be flat sure because they are angled that way, right? They mm -hmm. they just cut through the air like knives. Yep. Um, the the probably the funniest looking part to me is that it has almost a tail, like it has a rear skirt armor that is like going actually surprisingly low, so it almost is like a weird like tail or something. But mm -hmm. it looks cool. That you know, it's good. Yeah, um, I think th I, I, my understanding is that the idea of that is that if you want to mount additional stuff, you can drop the backpack down onto that. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, that's is that what happens with like the um, red frame with the flight pack and all that? I think that's right. Okay, yeah. I haven't actually built... So I've only actually built the gold frame, interestingly enough. Uh, hmm. not, not the gold frame, but a gold frame we will be talking about because it has a real grade that's really nice. Other than the fact that it's in cheese uh, gold, which... Yeah. I love cheese. But, um, so the Astray Gold Frame here, its armaments are, um, so it has an anti-beam shield, and I think the anti-beam shields, it's, it's almost like the same way as, like, the duels is and stuff, like, 
they're pretty similar throughout. Um, but I think they have a good aesthetic going on with them, mm-hmm. so I don't mind it. But, but yeah, it is a fairly like there's there's the sort of the G Project Shield that yeah. made its way onto a lot of robots. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other weapon it gets shown using, and this is in the manga, I believe, uh, when this comes up. But basically, when it gets like stolen and escapes, uh. It uses a rail bazooka, and I love the design of it. It's thing. so cool. So this is this was either going to come up here in the duel episode because this is meant for the duel, or it's going to be here. So I guess it's here. Um, this is one of my favorite bazooka designs in all of Gundam. It is very easy for a hyper bazooka to be very boring to me because a lot mm-hmm. of the times they're pretty similar in design. You know, they're just over the shoulder bazookas. This one is cool because you have like a, you know. You've got a square barrel, technically, but, like, you know, it's not, like, a square square. It's a, a, a rhombus one, uh, you know. Like, it's it's triangular, almost. Uh, and mm-hmm. I love the design of this barrel. Just having that shape to it as you move back. Um, the cutouts in the middle of it are really neat-looking. Um, you've got these two, like... I'm assuming they're the for the uh, additional ammo, like, these two white things. Or maybe that's uh, generators or something. They stand out, the two white uh, little cylinders on the back of it. Just mm-hmm. a really cool-looking weapon in general. Um, when it's using this, also, uh, the the gold frame is... I don't know if it's being... If it's incomplete or if it's just being, like, having repairs done on it. But I do know it only has one arm when it does this. Sure, perfect. Uh, which is, yeah, just running around one-armed, uh, you know with a uh with a really cool uh electromagnetic bazooka mm-hmm. uh the i don't know how to pronounce this it's the celtic one the gable gable uh, uh, uh gable is what i Gable-g. would say okay uh yes uh it, that is uh another name i'm gonna pronounce wrong that's kuchelain spear right yes yeah sorry to any celtic listeners i don't know how to these things <laughs> but uh yeah um just a cool weapon also naming a railgun after a polearm is something that i think is really cool because i've you know toyed with doing that uh with certain like things i've drawn up and all that so i i just have to appreciate that it's cool um it also has like the standard beam rifle that the orb uses but you know here's an interesting thing like <clears throat> I don't know what to make of this. I would love to hear your thoughts. So, okay, we've talked about the strike in the past, which, of course, is uh, Earth Alliance, and we've talked about the way they name all their weaponry, right? You've got your Armor Schneider. You've got your Eaglestung. Of course, this has an Eaglestung. Um, Drawing on a lot of, like, German naming, though also some exceptions, the Gabolg, the Grand Slam, etc. Yeah. Um, But that's that's the Earth Alliance. Orb names their stuff like the Type 70 Beam Saber, the Mm. Type 71 Beam Rifle. I wonder what that's supposed to be reminiscent of. Right? (laughs) I wonder what... I I, I just have a little tiny bit, given all of Orb's connections with Japan, in terms of, like, how it is represented in the series. The Red Frame is the Mm. Samurai Gundam. (laughs) I just have to wonder with Orb if, you know, given their Japanese theme, if... They're trying to maybe call upon a certain name scheme used by, you know, the Japanese military at some point when it had a military. Um, yeah, I, I just, I couldn't In a way that might be a little up. bit uncomfortable, especially, again, given readings you can give to Gundam Seed, but we're not analyzing the show here. We're just talking the designs, but just some food for thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, you know, much to think about. 
much to think about. But otherwise, Gold Frame is cool. Uh, you know what's even cooler? What? Uh, what happens to it? Because then we get the Gold Frame Amatsu. Oh, the MBF PO1 Riamatsu Gundam Frame, uh, Gundam Astray Gold Frame Amatsu. There we go. Yes. So, after um, our good friend, uh, why am I spacing on his name? Uh, I, I, they have the, they have long names, and I'm spacing. Ronda Ginu Sahaku. Right. Yes. Rondo Gina Sahaku. When he steals it, he's the one who steals it. When I had mentioned, like, it gets taken, it ha- is missing one of its arms. Well, one of the things that he does is, and spoilers for Gundam Seed here, but if you're listening to this episode, I assume you don't mind it. But, you know, just in case, giving you a yeah. lot of fair warning about... Something yeah, here. I'll give a little alarm. Yeah. Uh, so... We go to the battlefield where the Blitz Gundam was destroyed. And Rondo goes, Ha, huh, I'm going to take this arm because, you know, Mirage Colloy technology lets me turn invisible. So this thing has the Blitz Gundam's just arm. Not just, like, them. they rebuilt the arm. It's just the Blitz Gundam's arm. <laughs> Which is cool. Um, yeah. So- and he manages to incorporate the Mirage Colloid system into the rest of the suit. But... He does not manage to incorporate phase shift into the rest of the suit. Nope. Only the arm turns phase shift. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. It's pretty good. Um, so this design is rad. Um, we change a lot of elements, by the way. Uh, Rondo definitely just uh, deciding, I'm going to make this my own. The head gets an additional bunch of armor on it that he added, including a mono-eye to the forehead blocking where the forehead cameras normally were. So now it has a extra mono eye on the head. Uh, uh, um, you know, it, it's got this really, I love the casing on the head armor here. This is the one I have the real grade of, by the way. Um, well, mm. technically the Amatsu Mina, but you know, we'll get to that. Um, you, it, it mostly just adds like black armor to the head and some of it, um, you know, it's basically repurposed versions of the original. Like, you can tell from, like, the way the cheek vents are. Like, basically, they've remolded the armor that was already on this. Um, it even gets a little chin guard, which I find fun. Uh, the chin juts out a bit more than the original one does, but it also has, like, a little chin guard that pops up underneath. So that's fun. Uh, the torso, pretty much the same. Yeah, it's basically the same. I mean, um, colorization, all the white is gone. Yeah, it, it, all the white is gone. Uh, it has been all turned black, and black, gold, and red is a good color scheme, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Um, but you go to the shoulder, um, the shoulder armor on the left arm is mostly the same, other than he adds a little fin popping out from underneath it, which I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, you move down to the legs, same thing where mostly the same armor, but where there were these little, um, like almost like bolt connectors on the legs, he has put these like little extra bits of red armor over it. Um, mm-hmm. otherwise, the armor is basically the same on the legs as well. Um, the right arm, as said, is just the Blitz Gundam's arm. Uh, he adds a, he paints a little part of it gold, basically. That's it. It's just the Blitz Gundam's arm, though. And you can see, actually, when you look at the quote-unquote incomplete form of, uh, the, um, uh, Matsu, um, it doesn't even have, like, those gold parts on the arm. It's just, literally, we transpose this arm onto it. Uh, the Blitz arm is pretty cool, though. Just to go over it real quick, we have the um, 
a, a really neat shoulder. Uh, it's got like a large little, little vernier area. As said, the shoulder allows it to use Mirage Colloy technology, which makes it turn invisible. Um, the arm itself, I love the shield, uh, the Tricoros. Uh, all of that is really cool. It has, mm. it just, it's a big weapon system built onto the arm. Um, so the Tricoros has three Lancer darts in it, uh, which are just, you know, electromagnetically propelled darts that can fire into things. Um, it's got a beam rifle, and it has a beam saber built in as well. It's just an arm that has it all, and it's a shield. It looks mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> I love the color pat- patterning of, like, you know, the way it has the red with the white stripe, and then uh, the black on top. Like, the white pinstripe between the colors there just does a lot for me. That's good. Um, and then, the most substantial change added to the quote-unquote complete version of this is the backpack. <laughs> uh, a rather large beefy backpack that it gets Mm -hmm. um so uh the backpack is uh has a lot of equipment on it it looks like two giant sets of claws it's able to like you know fold upward and you can see more detail of it like that um but uh so one of its primary things is uh the maga maga no ikutachi um which is its energy absorption claw um so the claws are at the end of the backpack. It is basically able to discharge uh, um, the electrical energy from the batteries of enemy mobile suits um, and basically absorb the energy itself. Pretty ridiculous, but really cool. Because remember, we talked about this on the Strike episode, the gun- like Gundams and all that, they are all powered by batteries, not onboard generators. Mm-hmm. They are and all also- powered... Yeah. Also, anything using phase shift, that's how it works, is electricity running through the armor. Yes, yeah, basically, like, the electricity runs through it, and that's what activates it. Um, so, yeah, it's able to absorb, uh, it's able to basically absorb, like, the energy from other mobile suits, which is pretty cool, already. Um, Mm -hmm. the other thing it has in the backpack is two harpoons. Um, these are at the... Uh, like bottom you can all you can see them you know when it spreads the backpack open you see a gray section with little like um it has two little needles at the end uh and it can fire these these are on a wire they're really cool um it's the the really great thing about and this is like one of the things i do really like about seed and the sort of like cosmic era design is this is an offensive use of defensive technology these things use phase shift to make the the spear really hard uh, which is pretty neat. Um, yeah. Like, basically, just deciding, instead of, like, okay, you know, phase shift basically hardens whatever it's running through in order to make it, like, immune to um, solid weapons. It basically lets things, like, bullets will hit it and they just shatter. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if we put that at the end of a blade and we launch that through a mobile suit? Now you have an extra hard-bladed weapon. And it'll That's... punch through phase shift as well. Uh-huh. That's pretty yeah. cool, actually. It's very cool. Um, and I love, and they're on a wire, and I like wire weapons. I think having weapons on wires is cool. I mean, funnels are also cool, but incoms, incoms, I love them. And these aren't really incoms, not controlled the same way, but you know, wire weapons in general, I just like a lot. Um, and these are these are cool. It's you know, uh, this thing does really cool poses a lot of the time. Uh, very Wing Zero esque poses of, you know, having the legs crossed over each other having the wings spread out, having the arms straight down. Um, mm-hmm. 
cool mobile suit. How do we make it cooler? Well, you could, you can. You can though, because see, uh, Rondo has a sister, uh, who is uh, also Rondo. Sorry, I forgot the middle name is what changes between them. So Rondo Gina Sahaku has a sister. Her name is Rondo Mina Sahaku, and she is the pilot of the Gold Frame Amatsu Mina. What does the Amatsu Mina add? Well, for one. <laughs> Cool fucking feet. <laughs> um, yeah, it, has, it has elf toes, they lo- but they look sick. Uh, yes, it, it it gets high heels and pointed toes and some uh like red extra like little blades at the end. It adds even more armor as well. Um, this is noticeable when you look at the lower legs. Very uh blitz like. Um, probably just trying to make it match more with the additional arm, just like all the other extra red armor. Um, mm. and that looks good. Uh, so this is the one that actually has the real grade model that is a P-Bandai. Uh, the other really cool thing that gets added, she has the Okitsu no Kagami, uh, which is a giant beam spear that also can be used as a beam shield. Uh, it runs up the left of the arm. Uh, so on the left arm, uh, it's just this big spear and the spearhead basically can pop open, and when it's open, like, you know, the two halves of it, um, it forms a beam shield. Uh, they can also both point forward and basically make, like, a spear, and it almost, like, launches it. Uh, in some, like, games and stuff, it'll actually, like, uppercut and grab the opponent, and then just, like, launch the spear with, like, the blade coming out of it through them. And it is cool. Uh... The other thing, it gets a set of triple claws also. Um, the Tsuhama no Tachi. Um, these are on the left forearm as well. So basically the left arm gets lots of uh, little weapons. Um, mm-hmm. And it also has two new little swords. Yes, uh, and these are on the side skirts. Uh, mm-hmm. So the triple claws basically just pop up and they're just, you know, they're just little claws. They, they basically make it so if you're doing hand-to-hand you're doing a lot more than just hitting with your hands. And yep, then the side skirts mount two Totsuka no Tsurugi uh, sabers. These are just two fucking long swords, basically. Um, they're, they're, they are solid. Um, they are not for slashing, they are for stabbing, because they, do they don't really have much of an edge, but the points on them are, you know, they have special, like, you know, pointy tips, mm-hmm. uh, which are pretty cool. Um, still has the Mirage Colloid system. Still only has face shift in the right arm, but uh, just a really cool mobile suit. Um, I like do I said, think by the by the time of the Amatsu Mina, it is a little over designed. It's still cool, but there's I, just so much piled on this damn thing. <laughs> look, I all, all it really adds besides the skirt, uh, like the little side skirt things are. It adds that beam spear. Oh, also the uh, the tip of that beam spear can also disconnect on a wire. I do I did forget about that. Uh so it can be like launched. Sort of like uh incidentally the Blitz Gundam's Trichoros that is normally kept on the left arm. Hmm. Um or not Trichoros, uh the Wait, I think I'm getting the names mixed up. Either way, the Blitz Gundam on its left arm has a big bladed harpoon it can launch with boosters on the end of it. And this now has its own weird little beam spear that it can launch on a wire. Mm-hmm. Um which is pretty cool. And I like I like the shape of the beam shield. It does the thing that like the F ninety and like silhouette formula F ninety one beam shields are, where they're like extra sharp and like 
shaped differently than the ones you get in animation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that. Like, I, I like when Beam's shields have, like, alternate shapes than just being a big square, basically. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when they have points on them. Um, but yeah, I, I like this design personally. Sure, it adds a bit more. You know, you've got the claws, you've got the spear, you've got the two swords. Um, but the design's already extra. You may as well go all the way. I say until I think about a later one, which I guess we'll talk about. Uh, so in between this, so, you know, we've talked about the Amatsumina. It's pretty cool. Uh, then you have the gold frame Amatsuhana. Piloted... I don't know either of these people. <laughs> uh, they're, the su- they're the successors. Yeah, of, piloted of, by some... Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the more recent uh, Gundam Sea Destroy mangas, uh, one that started in 2015, ended in 2019. Uh, this is a weird one because it's basically an inverted color uh, in some ways. Like, the, all the white has become black, basically, um, on it. Uh, you got that backwards. All the black has become white. Or all the black has become white on it. Uh, the uh, I guess the face is still gray. It's just it's so much more striking when the armor is white, though, having like mm-hmm. the gray on the face and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty much all it changes, I think, right? Like, yeah, I'm trying to look. It's it's mostly just a color change. Yeah, still has like the claw on the left arm. Uh, and it's all also that. it's also a two seater. Oh, it is a two seater. Okay, interesting. Yeah, just uh, maybe 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 because the previous pilot was so skilled that in order to keep up with that, you need two people. I don't know. Uh huh. Well, and then manga. here's where we get to the one that is a little too much for Dylan. Uh. This later is turned into the gold frame Amaterasu. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's no, I thought, a lot. I thought, you, I thought you said more was better, Dylan. What's um, wrong? I did earlier, but not with this. <laughs> oh, Dylan. No, what's wrong? Are you eating your words? Oh, no. Dylan. No, I just, I, I just don't <laughs> like this one. Uh, so the backpack has been entirely replaced. The arms are now matching, so I'm assuming they just put a regular gold frame arm on it again. Uh, this thing's such a mess. Where to start? Okay. Let's start with the head. Do you like DeviantArt? What? No. No? Well, I've never... I mean, I don't know. Okay. Why? I just... This gives me DeviantArt vibes. Oh, okay. I was confused. I was like, where is this going? What? This just feels oh. like like someone... like. It It's like someone didn't know how to stop drawing. It's... Head <laughs> armor has become extremely extra. You get these longer like cheek protrusions that go all the way down and have some gold like detail on them uh basically connected to the collar you've got a crown almost like a crown like design on the head like instead of having that cool mono eye it's like two sections of a hat almost popped up with again gold detailing uh you've got two extra horns coming out of the back of the head because it still needs a v-fin um as you move down uh Somehow the torso has stayed the same other than some color differences. Exactly the same, though. That's the part that'll never change. Same with, like, the waist, actually. Um, but, you know, uh, you hit the arms. These shoulders are very different. Uh, just new armor on the shoulders with big wings jutting out of them. As you go further down, you've got these interesting units on the hands. I don't actually know what they are. Given the shape, I want to assume those are, like, beam shields kind of Destiny style. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's also knows? my assumption. Uh, because this manga is not well documented, um, as far as I'm aware. Uh, 
looking at, like the Junichi Akutsu art book actually just to like see all the elements more separated because you can't really gather from the art. Um, so uh, as you go down the legs, uh, you get they decided we need higher high heels. These are um. These are also based on like a type of Japanese shoe, I believe, actually, too, if I'm remembering right. Because uh, I swear I've seen that like shape before. Um, I mean, and also given like the name of Matarasu, like it's it's leaning mm. in on certain elements. Uh, so basically, the legs are all the same until you get to the feet, where you get these just really tall, high-heeled feet. And then, for the biggest change, the backpack, which is a huge thing that encompasses most of the suit, actually. Like, parts that you think might be on other parts. No, it's all on the backpack. So, the backpack, first of all, has a halo mm -hmm. that is popped up and around the head. A little half-halo circlet thing. Gotta let them know. You've got wings popping off either side. Those wings have a connection that pops off into two more wings that go downward. Uh, out of the... Uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention, out of the back of the shoulders, actually, are two large sashes. Just, that's what they are. They're yep. Just sashes, just sashes, basically. Uh, and, yeah, uh, it, one of the arts here, it is converting, converting, or con converging, bleh, words, hard, uh, converging the wings together uh, around the top of it and the halo going upward. And forming some kind of beam thing. Don't know what's going on there. Because uh, again, this stuff is not known. This design is a lot. This is kind of like... You, you remember when we were talking about uh, the like the Vignagina, right? And we mm -hmm. went into the one... Uh, the, the one... What was it? The Vignarona, right? Right. This is similar in terms of gaudiness. But... But the, the Vignarona is good. The wings are not good, is the thing. I think I, I would like the sashes, right? And even, like, the feet. But you hit all these, like, wings. Like, sticking out of the shoulders, the way they wrap around it. Like, they're really odd-looking. It's just a strange-looking machine. Anyway, uh, not a lot to say on this one. I just figured we may as well cover all of our bases in the Gold Frame episode. Mm-hmm. And... I, 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 I like all the way up through the Amatsumina, and then even the recolor, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, I, yeah, the, the the new colors just aren't as, aren't as cool looking. Yeah, the Amatsuhana, when you turn all the black-white, like, but you like retain that sort of like off-gray, like, like, the colors just have lost, like, they have just gotten lost there. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like they should have changed more colors, maybe. Um which eventually, I guess they do, because the Amaterasu gets rid of all the gray. But, eh. Um, anyway. Uh, cool mobile suit, though. Um, all of the Astray ones will give us a lot to talk about, I think. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of the more interesting ones, in my opinion. But, I mean, when we talk about the red and blue frame in future episodes, there'll still be a lot to talk about. Green frame, not so much. Uh, Mirage frame, yes, a lot. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, this was a pretty fun one. Uh, overall, I like this mobile suit. I think it's cool. Uh, there's a reason I got the real grade of it. Um, it's just, it's neat. And it turns invisible, which, very simple ability, but I think, honestly, turning invisible as a giant robot is kind of cool, depending on what the combat role is. It's a, it's a solid ability to have, you know? I think it comes, it's really gonna come in handy. Yes. <laughs> um...
but yeah anyway uh so i guess that's it yeah for this one uh the astrays are i I don't know about the astray manga i've always been skeptical as to whether it's actually good well it's got the crossbone effect right of everyone going oh this is so cool and really rad and you know they should make not not as big as crossbone because crossbone you get a lot of the oh they need to animate this etc it's never happening i mean i'll Mm -hmm. eventually be eating these words maybe in like 10 20 years because i thought hathaway's flash would never happen but also, I, there's been rumors of a crossbone anime since I got into the fandom 11 years ago or so. So, you know, uh, Astray is one of those also where it did get two little animated shorts uh, that are mostly just advertisements to read the manga. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I've heard people say Astray is good, but I also have mixed feelings about things in later Astray like manga they kind of go off the deep end much like how i feel about crossbone actually i mean um, that's just how this that's just how this stuff goes f91's good but crossbone kind of goes off the deep end i think i think wing is good but i also think that frozen teardrop is nuts i mean you know eventually yeah. they fly up their own you know light novel butthole right that's just how yeah. it goes yeah that's kind of the thing um well <sighs> Uh, yeah. I guess that's it. Strays are cool. <laughs> um, yeah, strays are cool. I'm excited to talk about more of them, though. They're one of the ones I was actually kind of hoping we would get last week. Or two weeks ago. Last week? Last week. No, two weeks ago. Fuck. Two weeks ago. Time, but... time is hard. It really is. Uh, why don't you give us where people can find you on the internet, Dylan? You can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com. Uh, I post a lot. I post games. I post anime. You know. Follow me if you want. <laughs> All right. Uh, and if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. My work is at ScanlineMedia.com or Patreon.com slash ScanlineMedia. And remember, it doesn't matter how good your armor is if you can barely move. Fair enough. I feel like I'm being called out. No, that's, that's, uh, that's the lesson of the Australian. It's also a quote from Seed. True. Peace.